Hi, good afternoon everybody and a huge welcome to the prayer experience today. It is great to be back on the prayer experience. It has been quite a while since I was last here with you on screen in the afternoons. However, I've still been joining on the other side, but it's great to be back. So a huge welcome to you all this afternoon. I don't know what it's like where you are, but right here in the north of the UK, it's very wet and very windy and it's starting to draw closer to autumn. You know, as those seasons change, God reminds us that no matter what season we're in at the time, no matter what we're going through, there's always something coming. There's always something changing. You're never really stuck wherever you are. So whatever's going on for you at the moment, just take heart and heed not that things may change because that is what happens in life. So don't forget to share the video today. Let those loved ones, those that you're connected to on social media, come and join in with us. And don't forget to, to click the subscribe button on YouTube, on Facebook, and then it will help other people be able to see the prayers, see what's happening, see videos when they pop up. And if you are live today, please use the comments, leave your prayer requests, your praise reports. Let us know what God's doing in your life at the moment. Let us know what you're expectant for. Let us know if there's anything that we can stand with you and pray for in this season at this time. And please engage and pray along as we join together today. If you have any prayer requests which are private, please take note of the prayer experience hotline. There is a UK mobile number on there and there's also a UK landline as well. Please keep hold of them. Bear in mind if, that, if you are calling in from outside of the UK, you may need to pay extra charges. Um, however, so just take those down and if you need them anytime, feel free to give us a call. So let's start today with Thanksgiving and we're looking at 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 from the New International Version. It says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, no matter what's going on in our lives, no matter whether we're going through a really difficult time or we're going through a season where we're finding things quite easy, quite, we're not really coming under any personal attacks or afflictions. And we may just be going through a time of peace, a time of tranquility, or it may feel like we're going through a storm. It may feel like there's lots of other things around us that are really kind of making us feel under pressure, making us feel overwhelmed. And no matter what that season is like for you at the moment, whether that is a good season or a calm season or quite a difficult and challenging time, his word says to give thanks in all circumstances because no matter what is going on around us, Christ is that firm foundation. He is the one on which we can stand no matter what comes our way. It helps us to stay steadfast and know that regardless of what's going on around us, we can continue to stand on his word and stand on his name and what he is there for us today. And it also means, you know, there's there's always something to be thankful for. There's always something going on in our lives. And no matter whether we may be feeling overwhelmed, we may be feeling very dark at times, we always know that he, we can be thankful for this relationship that we've got with our father. We can be thankful for um, the prayer experience community here, knowing that we've got this 
extra family around us to look after us and support us, no matter what that season looks like for us at that time. And we've also got our, you know, our provision. You know, God will never see us without. Even when we are waiting right up until the last minute for God to come through, he always finds a way, a way through whatever is going on, a way for us to come through that season, a way for us to find testimony in him. So let's just start by praying together and giving thanks to him. So Father God, we just come before you today. Father, we thank you for our friends. We thank you for our families. We thank you that we are safe and that we are well. We thank you, Lord, that we can gather and pray together in the middle of the day, that we can celebrate you, that we are free to express our faith, that we are free to come and gather in your name, Lord. Father God, we thank you for the blessing of being able to worship you freely, Lord. We thank you that that is a gift that we have in our own personal lives, Lord. And we think of those who may not have that blessing, Lord, and we pray protection over them, Lord. Father God, we thank you that our we have our homes, that we have our families, that we have our friends, that we have our church family, and we thank you that we can gather here with you today, Lord. Father God, we thank you for the changing seasons, even though it brings the darkness with it, even though it brings the changes in weather, Lord, it reminds us that nothing stays the same, that you are always changing, Lord, and that as though, as though things are always changing around us, you are the one thing that we can always be steadfast on, Lord, because you can bring about that change. You can bring us through those difficult times, Lord, into what you've got next for us. Father God, we thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. So let's look at the inspired word. I'm going to start off with the first scripture, which is from Isaiah 61, verse 3. So this starts halfway through the sentence. It says, and to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. And we'll come back to the other scripture in a minute. So I want us to pray today for those who may be struggling with grief, with processing grief and what that brings with it. You know, we've just been talking about how seasons change, how perspectives change, how we go through times in our lives where we may be surrounded by something which is really difficult to come through. You know, my personal experience recently was um, following the death of my grandmother. And um, that's something that I really struggled with for quite a long time. And that's a, one of the reasons why I haven't been on screen broadcasting for prayer experience. And it's what it's done, though, is it's really given me, God's allowed me to see a sense of that, that pain and that struggle that so many people carry. And for me, it's about knowing that God will bring us through that time. For me, I've had the prayer experience. I've had church family. I've had a faith to carry me through that time and know that seasons change and know that no matter what is going on, around me that that God is always going to be that firm foundation and there's so many people who don't have that faith who don't have that assurance and that certainty of knowing that the seasons change and that 
there is always something better and knowing that joy that comes with salvation, that joy with that comes with knowing what's next. So I want us to really focus on praying for those people today who are still bound and trapped by that grief. You know, I want us to really pray that God will bestow on them that crown of beauty instead of ashes, you know, knowing that even when we go through the winter, even when we see all the plants and the trees and the flowers dying off um, here in the UK, when those when those seasons change and across multiple countries around the world, I know that in some countries you don't have the same changes in seasons like we do here, but it's about knowing that this is a natural process. This is a natural cycle. This is something that God leads and guides with because after, after that passing, after that after that death, after the winter where you go through that dark period where there's no life around and there's no signs of growth, there's new signs, there's no signs of change or new life. It's about knowing that spring will come and summer will come. And just as certain as we are that the sun will rise and the sun will set each day is that there will be a new season, there will be new life. And just as we've got that assurance in Christ as well, in knowing that at the end of our life, it is not the death that we focus on. It is the next thing that comes, which is what we believe through our salvation is knowing that we will rise again with him. We will go and spend eternity in heaven. And our next scripture is from Revelation 21.4. It says, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. You know, the scriptures give us that hope and that assurance in what's next, in knowing that whatever has ended in this life will be starting again in the next life, in knowing that those we love, as much as it is a struggle to lose them, as much as it is a struggle to adapt to a new way of life without them here, it's knowing that there'll be no more no more pain for them. There'll be no more suffering for them. There'll be no more crying because that's just the end of this season because what's, what God has got next is so much greater and so much more powerful and has got so much more testimony coming from what's next, coming from that next season that actually we don't need to cry. We don't need to be upset because he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There'll be nothing no pain, no crying, no mourning for the old order of things will have passed away and that new life will begin. So let's go into a time of reflection and prayer. And I know that a lot of you out there may be missing loved ones. I know that bereavement and loss is something that affects every single person and bereavement and loss and grief is the price of love. You know, it's the price that you pay for how much you love someone when they are here on earth with us when we have that time together. So this is something that I know, you know, most of you out there will will struggle with and may still may still carry that pain with you. So I want to lift you guys up as well and just really kind of acknowledge that as well and that it's okay. You know, it's okay to still struggle. It's okay to still be going through that cycle, to still know that that new season comes because that is a reminder year after year after year that God gives us is that it will change, it will come, that new growth comes, that new season comes, that new life comes next. 
just as we celebrate that new life from birth, those new children, the new babies that join us as well. So let's just go into that time of prayer now. Father God, I just want to lift, I want to lift everyone up now, Lord, all of my brothers and sisters here, Lord, who may still be struggling with grief, no matter how long ago it was, it doesn't matter, time is irrelevant, Lord. Father God, only you can fill that void, only you can fill that gap, that pain, Lord, that comes from that grief, Lord, and I just pray that you will just lay your precious loving hand over each and every person, Lord, and just give them that comfort and that assurance, Lord, that you are their loving Father, Lord, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, Lord, that every tear will be wiped away, Lord, from their eyes, that everyone will be comforted by you alone, Lord, that they will know that you are consistent in their lives, Lord. And Father God, I want us to pray for anyone who doesn't have that assurance in you, Lord, who doesn't have that firm foundation, who doesn't have that salvation, Lord. Father God, I just pray that you will use your people to reach out to them, Lord, to show them what your word says about comfort, what your word says about change, what your word says about new life, Lord, what your word says about taking and lifting that grief, Lord, away from people and being able to just comfort them and surround them, Lord, that they will find that salvation in you, Lord, and that they will know that you and you alone will be able to shelter them and comfort them and shelter them under your feathers, Lord. May people find that refuge underneath your wings, Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Right, let's move on and pray for the church. And we're looking at Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. It says, we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. You know, like we've been talking about those those challenges, they will come. You know, just because we are saved, just because we live in the house, just because we dwell under the shadow of the Almighty does not mean that we will not come under attacks. It does not mean that we will therefore have an easy ride for the rest of our lives. But what we do need to pray for is because pray that the church pays that careful attention to what we've heard and make sure that our foundation is firm in Christ, is firm in the scriptures, is firm on his word, so that when those times come, when those storms come, those trials, those tribulations, because they will come, because they will come to every single person at some point in their lives, it means that when they come, that we can stand firm, that the church can stand firm and that people do not drift away or lose that salvation. They do not drift away from Christ. They do not move into old coping strategies. You know, his word says that we are a new creation in Christ. The old has gone and the new has come. We need to stand on what is new in our lives when these trials come. We need to stand on his word and be firm so that no matter how much shaking the enemy tries to do, no matter how many storms come our way, that we will stand in that place and know that he is our God and he will see us through those times and therefore we do not drift away from him. 
So let's just pray for the church together. Father God, we raise up your church, Lord. We pray that the church will stand on you, Lord. You know, your word says to Peter that he is our rock and on that rock you will build your church, Lord, and you have built your church, Lord. Peter stood firm on the words that Christ spoke to him directly and he took courage and he took that certainty and that assurance and that knowledge that actually I am going to be that rock. I am going to stand steadfast. I am going to take those words that were prophesied over me. And he stood firm in that, Lord. And we pray that the church has the same level of courageousness, that same steadfast ability to stand and to trust in your word, Lord. So Father God, we just pray for that solid foundation, Lord. We pray that you will really help new Christians to build roots into church, to have that real firm discipleship and that knowledge in what you are speaking Lord and how your words can cover people and wrap them up and protect them when those storms come. Father God we pray that that people don't drift away from you, that people really do grow those roots firmly into your word Lord and into that relationship with you and with other people around. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen and amen. Right, let's pray for the nations. And we're looking at 2 Corinthians 9, 11. It says, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. So I want us to pray for finances today across the nations. And I want us to pray into the mindset around finances. So it's almost like having that perspective. You know, we need to know as, as individuals and be able to kind of set this precedent for those around us to know that actually God will provide for us. God will meet our every need. And if we have that mentality of poverty, if we have that mentality that we are struggling, if we have that mindset that we do not have enough for ourselves, it makes us almost be very selfish with what we've got. It kind of makes us keep hold of what we've got to protect it. When what Christ calls us to do is be generous, is to give to others, is to have that spirit of generosity, that spirit of giving. So what I want us to pray for is at the minute, there's so much talk on the cost of living, on how much things are still going up and how much people are still struggling. And it's been going on for months and months and months now. So what I want us to pray for is a change in perspective, a change in mentality when it comes to finances, a change in knowledge of knowing that actually God will provide for our every need. We have got a surplus, we have got abundance, because when we start speaking out using those positive affirmations, when we start speaking those words of prosperity, when we start speaking those words of overflow when it comes to finances, that mentality will change in ourselves and it will it will spread to those around us. You know, once we kind of see that that prosperity blooming and growing and sowing into things, we will see more and more people being affected and impacted because of the generosity that is pouring out. So I want us to pray for 
pray for that that almost that spirit of abundance that spirit of fruitfulness that spirit that comes from generosity and giving and blessing and giving others and almost like that knowledge that God has got us that it doesn't matter what our bank account says what matters is what Christ says and Christ says that he will meet our every need he says don't worry you know the birds don't worry the lilies in the field don't worry about what's happening to them so why should we why should we let's release let's let go and this isn't just for us this is across the nations as well this is for every single person to thank be grateful have that spirit of gratitude for what we've got so then we can see the outpouring and that overflow into different areas so let's pray father god we pray for that spirit of generosity around the world lord that every single person will feel enriched will change their mindset and their perspective on the provision that they've got and to know and have that certainty and that assurance lord that you will fill them that you will make sure that they prosper lord that you will really help and support them in everything that they do lord father god we pray that through that change of mindset when it comes to fruitfulness to having our portion to almost changing the way that we view that across the nations lord that you, that will then create that overflow and that outpouring and that really free that that free flowing giving into other areas so let's just see that generosity out, Paul, Lord, because that is what your heart says, Lord. Let's see the food banks across the nations be so full through people giving that they don't have they, they've got too much to give out to people, that there's therefore no longer that need for people because people are really almost have that gratitude for what they've got rather than that wanting more or wanting things that aren't necessary like the latest phones the latest gadgets and that will be have that gratitude with what we've got father god just let your word speak out today lord let your word of gratitude let your word of being grateful let that word of generosity just soak over the nations today lord amen and amen right let's look at healing prayers and we're looking at 2 kings 2 verse 19 from the new international version it says the people of the city said to elisha look our lord this town is well situated as you can see but the water is bad and the land is unproductive you know what this is saying is actually based on our circumstances we should be well but there may be things that we're doing that are making us poorly. And, you know, the Lord can really speak into us about changing our lifestyle, changing what we are doing, even things like the food that we eat, the the um, company that we keep. You know, if people are struggling with poor mental health, it may be because actually they need to change the environment around them in terms of feeling overwhelmed and feeling trapped and feeling really, really stressed by a job, stepping out of that job and into something different, maybe what God's leading us to do in order to get our healing that way. If we are struggling with um, our, our health, our guts, our um, indigestive system, the Lord may be saying, actually, you're eating the wrong kind of food. You're eating things which are causing your body, which are 
providing toxins into your body. We need to change the way that we're eating. What this scripture is saying that actually there are things which can contribute to our health. There are things which can contribute to the way that our bodies are feeling, the way that our bodies are suffering. And the Lord can actually speak to us about things that we can do to make those changes, which will bring about our healing. What can we do to change our circumstances? What can we do in order to listen to what God is leading us to? So what I want us to pray for is that the Lord will we will be, we will listen to, we will be attuned to what the Lord is saying in terms of our health. If we are asking the Lord to heal us, that he will show us, he will reveal to us what is bringing about our sickness, whether there is anything that we can change. If we are feeling like we are um, claustrophobic or trapped or feeling worried about going out of the house or we are feeling very low and very alone and very isolated what can we do to change the way that we are living our lives in order to help our mental health in order to help our physical health if we are struggling with aches and pains in our bodies it will the lord tell us to be more active to get out more to go for a short walk each day what 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 food are we putting into our bodies? Is it nutritional? Are we eating enough fruit and vegetables? Are we eating the right kind of food in order to nourish our bodies? You know, our bodies and looking after our bodies is an act of worship in itself. If we are um, doing things to our bodies like drinking alcohol, taking in toxins, eating the wrong kind of food, very heavily processed things, then we are contaminating our body we're actually setting ourselves up for future health problems so the lord can speak to us about a way that we can care and nourish our bodies and that is an act of worship in itself is looking after ourselves so let's pray father god we just pray for each and every person today lord we just pray for whatever is going on in their bodies lord if there's anything that you can help them understand what to what to change if there's anything that we can do to help bring about our healing lord that you can show us is contributing to the way that we're feeling the way that our health is taking a downturn the way that we are feeling inside the way that we are feeling very stressed and overwhelmed lord what in our circumstances can we change lord show us to leave that job show us to change the way that we live show us to get out more show us how to eat better show us what you can do lord show us like in the book of Daniel what foods to eat Lord your word has so many things in there that can help us change our lifestyles to be focused on you Lord Father God just let us move forward Lord speak to us and guide us Lord in the name of Jesus amen and amen Father God we thank you for today Lord we thank you for how our prayers come together day after day and fill up those prayer bowls Lord we are waiting for the outpouring of your grace on us, Lord. Father God, we thank you for today. And thank you to every single one of you for praying with us today. Thank you for sacrificing your lunch breaks. Thank you for coming together and making this time to spend with the Lord. Please don't forget to subscribe to the free audio podcast. And we are back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday. So we, ha- we are here at 6pm UK time. So for now, goodbye and God bless. And we'll see you tomorrow.
Just cry.